The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hello, everyone. I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. And we're here to discuss all kinds of healing, which is something the world needs a lot these days now more than ever. If you're new to my show, then I'm so glad to welcome you. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. Is it really possible to heal from trauma? That's what we're going to talk about today. Can we go from trauma to freedom? Um, And we have uh, two people here today who are going to speak on this. Um, Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth have um, combined their prefer- their personal and professional experiences um, over 50 years, if you put them all together, to share their really pioneering and super deep understanding of the process of healing from trauma. And they have this, um, this beautiful book right here called From Trauma to Freedom that we're going to talk about. And they, they have this new protocol for it, or it was new to me anyway, on how we can integrate a new sense of self, which includes aspects of our spiritual life, our emotional, our mental, physical, and relational self, even if we've really been through the ringer, which so many of us have, um, you know, we all have levels of trauma. uh, Mm -hmm. And it's super important. And I know in my own life as a healer, this is something that I come back to over and over again. How do we find effective ways to actually heal trauma, not just sort of gloss it over? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super happy to have you, um, you ladies with us today. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Great introduction. Well, thank you know, you. yeah, thank you. And thank you because it is something like I, um, I train healers, you know, and I teach people like I have like a year long uh, academy where I train people to be professional psychic healers. And, um, and we, we just finished, we've been working for the past three months on how do we work with people that really have issues. Cause I always say, as a, I've been working as a healer since I was 19 and nobody ever comes to my office cause they're having a good day. Like they're, um, <laughs> that's not what we do as if we're in the world as helpers and we need to learn how to work with trauma. And we, also need to wor- learn how to heal through our own trauma. So I'm wondering if you could um, talk to us a little bit about, um, about about your beautiful book and what brought you both to, to write it. Why don't you start, Christina? Okay, yeah, Lisa, I, 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 we do similar work. And um, so part of that is, is my understanding as well. And my experience is that, um, you know, usually people find our doors because they've tried all the traditional ones. And that was certainly my path. Yeah, and my own healing of trauma is going through traditional methods. And although they had their place, they were still lacking there were still things that I felt like couldn't really get to the root cause and really, you know, 
have the the shift or the healing impact that I needed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing that healing is a lifelong journey, I feel like for most of us, but there are certainly ways that are more effective than not um, at helping really get to this stuff. And um, so I'm, I, I'm passionate about it, I think. And Heather and I were just talking, I, mean, I feel like we could go hours <laughs> on this. I know our time is short, but Heather and I were just talking about how important it is that healers heal themselves to an extent where they're integrated and in integrity with their work. And um, Heather, do you remember that quote off, off of you? <laughs> I hate to throw you under the bus, but that quote was so good that from Young. Yeah, it's a Carl Jung quote about how critical it is for the healer to be in their own journey of healing because, and and truthfully, you can only take someone as far as you've gone yourself. Yeah. And I know that in my experience as a clinical psychologist, I was continually in my own therapy, in my own journey of healing as I was supporting others. But like Christina was saying, part of what I found in my own process of taking psychology, clinical psychology, as far as it could go, that we really need to integrate other ways of healing along the lines of what you do, Lisa and Christina does in terms of working at that energetic level, working at a more intuitive and psychic level, integrating spirituality. And to me, part of what we're trying to put out in this book is it's really critical in the healing journey to get at the root of the core wounds and really heal them at that level so that it can be integrated on all levels. It's not about, you know, a treatment that sort of covers things over or changes behaviors. It's about actual deep healing so that you come back into your true self. Yeah, my my, um, background is also in, in sort of a more clinical psych. I was trained in psychosynthesis, which is more like parts parts work. Um, and, and I think that a lot of people come into this work having uh, sort of hit the limit of what traditional mm-hmm. psychotherapy can do. And I do think that is an important part of the process. But it's, it's sort of like, you know, like you say, in your book, we have to ha- handle it from the physical, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. Um, and, and, somatic work has been a big part of what I bring, um, what I teach and what I bring into my client work and, and working from the level of the spiritual angle. Um, and you, you have come up with a <clears throat> sort of this synacronym, the arch, um, um, or do you say arc or arch? Arch. Arc, arch. arch, um, arch. Yeah. That, that kind of um, handles all of those angles. Like, and I, and I think we, we kind of work through one and exhausted and then sort of open up another one of these. But can you tell us a little bit about this protocol that you've developed? Well, I'll start with it. And then, Christina, you can take it over. But it, part of what we've used as the template for that sense of healing on all levels is the, the understanding of the medicine wheel, which hmm. is an ancient shamanic practice that's at the root of every cultural tradition. And it's really that sense of how do we work around the wheel? And in this healing medicine wheel, we incorporate these four different components of healing. But eventually, the goal is to come to the center of the medicine wheel where you're in alignment 
with your true self and coming back into that sense of integration and wholeness. But maybe, Christina, you could talk about the four directions on the medicine wheel and the aspects of the arch model. Yeah, I, and I like the, you know, the, the model doesn't, it's not so much about getting through one and popping into another. It's really a, a spiral journey where we go in and out, we weave in and out of these and into wholeness. Sometimes we stay there, but that's not the end goal because certainly I feel if we're in wholeness all the time or in, an, you know, in that place of just uh, solidity, peace, groundedness, alignment with, you know, our true soul self. We're probably pretty close to ready, you know, pretty, we're close to transcending, I would say. Being on the earth plane, I, I feel like we will always have levels of pain and suffering and hardship. And so it's it's a journey. Um, but I do feel like um, we need all the tools. One, just one aspect or one tool doesn't do it all. And sometimes one is needed more than the other one. Hmm. So we start really with a or alignment and that is just coming into the most we can of soul self of being aligned to that consciousness that is pure peace joy is always running through all of us and you know we do that through meditation mindfulness breath work there's a there's a multitude of ways to do that so that is always kind of what we're coming back to just to kind of then integrate in the other aspects, I would say. Heather, jump in at any time. Yeah, another aspect but, I think of alignment is where it, it, it's that enter, entry into the process that, that helps us be in a witness self. Because hmm. if we're too identified with our stories and with our pain, then there's no space to actually in the healing process. So part of what alignment helps with also is how do we disidentify from our story, and realize that we have this soul self that's untouched by the trauma right. that can help us be in that witness place. That's so be- hard. I think for people that are just starting on the mm-hmm. journey, it's like when, um, and you, you guys very bravely share the details of your traumas, they're pretty profound. Um, and as are many people, you know, um, I'm, I'm always and never shocked these days about the level of trauma that I encounter on a daily, you know, daily basis in my practice. And um, and and so I, I feel like the first step, like what you're talking about, Heather, is we have to sort of disidentify with the fact that we are our story. These things happen to us, but they are not who we are fundamentally mm-hmm. and that what you're what you're saying to me sounds like that alignment gives us a little bit of spaciousness to um, to observe what's going on, to dig down there without feeling like it's who we are at some fundamental level. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Beautifully said, because otherwise and, we and just I get would, overwhelmed by it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say we're both and we're our stories and we're not. Right. We're, we're both. So also trained in psychosynthesis, hmm. we're, we're right in the middle, holding the both and. Right. And there are some times often that we can't get to that quietness, that stillness, that presence or awareness, that we are too in the emotion, that it is too charged, that we, and, and I have found that, that, that sometimes it is the emotion like fully just surrendering to the emotion that drops me into the stillness. 
So again, there's no hard fast rule on that. But in general, if we have practices where we can uh, stay somewhat vigilant to them, whatever they are, some people, it's just watching light reflect off of water, going for a jog or doing yoga. But the more we do those, the more it expands that energy within us. So it gives it more space. Then from there, it, yeah, then it, it allows us more capacity to then bring in the trauma or in the woundedness and be able to hold the both and without becoming overwhelmed. And part of what we try to talk about with these different aspects of that medicine wheel is like Christina was saying, we weave in and out of the different components. It's not something we have to do sequentially. So the next um, part of the medicine wheel is relationship. And sometimes if we can't get into that alignment or can't be in that witness self, some of at times what we need is to be in a healing relationship where we can feel seen and heard and held so that it's safe to begin to explore the, the, the wound and the healing process. So that's the next uh, phase of the wheel. But sometimes people will enter in through that process. It's really. And by relationship, you mean more like a relationship with a healer with a, um, is that, or do you mean all of your, relationships? Well, we really talk a lot about how that may be a healer, it may be a therapist, but both Christina and I have had crucial parts of our own healing journey be through relationships with spirit guides, or for me, animal allies, or plant allies, or walking in connection with Mother Earth. Mm. So there are many ways that we can enter into that dynamic where we feel that sense of support and connection in a way that's healing for us. It's very comforting to know we don't have to go it alone. And in fact, that we in a way can't, because I think that some of these things like are so deep and so embedded in our, in our, in our psyche in such a way, it's sort of like trying to look at the back of your own head. You need Mm -hmm. a mirror, you know, you need somebody to hold the mirror for you and reflect um, to create safe space and reflection. Um, it's super hard to have a baby without a midwife, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and I think of of the best healers in my that have been for me are like mid midwives or mid people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that are not always not always women, but um, you know that have have created that like process to birth my own self mm-hmm. in whatever yeah. way I'm doing it. It's beautifully yeah, said, Lisa. Yeah. And trauma, you know, if we experience a traumatic event and then feel held and seen and supported, it doesn't get embedded in us in on in an ongoing trauma response. So to heal when we have you know been traumatized in isolation and not been supported, we need that healing relationship. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I was just going to add there that, you know, a, a lot of abuse is happened in secrecy. So to heal, it's crucial to have a witnessing other and to Mm -hmm. have a voice and, 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 you know, be able to uh, be seen and heard and acknowledged. Absolutely. Right. And the next stage you have is consciousness. Is that right? The next part of the, the spiral? Yeah. Yeah. So again, just really feeling like it's a critical, you know, um, 
part of part of the process is um, that we really know what's in the unconscious, really bring out uh, what has been hidden and tucked away, especially through trauma, as usually yeah. there's dissociation or compartmentalization that goes on, um, depending on how severe it is. So it is um, coming to understand all the parts of us, all of our facets, reclaiming them. Really, I feel it's a, a type of soul retrieval, um, mm -hmm. bringing back the wholeness of who we are. So it's mm -hmm. not, yeah, so our thoughts, our, our core beliefs, what we formed in the abuse, really, that's why I think our line of work, it's so, you know, people go to typical healers or energy practitioners and just want them to, you know, wave a wand. And it's really crucial that we have this integration of what's being healed. So that is the participation of not just the healer, but absolutely uh, the client or the, you know, the person coming in to uh, work their process because that's what it is. So it's, um, yeah, moving that stuff up into consciousness to work and integrate. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's really that understanding that we all have multiplicity of aspects of the self within us and that healing really comes from honoring those different parts of ourselves and bringing them into communication with each other, bringing them into connection. And when we've experienced trauma, sometimes, as Christina was saying, some of those parts get split off or disconnected. And then they're affecting us or controlling us or blocking us because we're not aware of them, but we're still, those parts are still frozen in the trauma. Right. And get triggered in ways that reactivate that pain, that trauma. So to bring it into awareness allows those parts to heal and then become a part of the whole self. It seems like the world conspires to um, poke us in those places mm -hmm. until we do the work too, you know, like, um, yeah. Anyway, so I just want to remind everyone that we are here with Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth talking about their book, From Trauma to Freedom. Um, and it's, um, it's such a powerful and beautiful book. So um, let's talk a little bit about this last part, healing. Um, that's, that's the last part of the spiral. What is it? I love. All, I always love to talk to ask people's definition of healing since my show is all about healing and I talk to healers all day. But um, what, what what is it in your mind? Mm, such a good question. Heather? Well, yes. I mean, we could talk for hours about mm. about what is healing. But ultimately, I think from my perspective and I think what we're trying to write about in the book is healing is about coming back into wholeness. Healing is about coming back into the uniqueness of who you are. You know, one of the things that, that I love as an astrologer versus my background as a psychologist, you know, in psychology, there's sort of this normative sense of what it means to be healthy. Right. From an astrological and deeper spiritual sense, um, healing is about coming into the uniqueness of who you are. And I think it's also about that ability to more and more align the personality self, that experience that we have in this incarnation with our soul self, 
that is eternal and is constantly guiding us in our path of growing and evolving and deepening in love and wisdom. It's beautiful. That's a great answer. I love that. Thank you. What about you, Christina? What, how did that? Yeah, I don't know if there's too much more to add from that. It's a beautiful response. Um, mm. I would say, yeah, it is about coming into our wholeness, our authenticity, who we truly are. And as we reclaim, um, reclaim the lost parts, we move them out of the trauma state. So we're less triggered. And that suffering, that pain is more background than foreground. And it allows us to really be in our creative uh uniqueness and and we're all here for a purpose and i think that's healing is when we're living a life of integrity authenticity and purpose and um yeah and and those those parts that we reclaim they hold gifts and they hold you know that they're part of the spectrum of who we are so as we reclaim them we, we reclaim more of ourselves our gifts and a lot of those times it's our child parts so our lightness of being, our curiosity, um, our laughter, you know, um, anyway, so <laughs> then the joy, yes. And you know how kids are just, um, yeah, just very good at just being. And I think that's more and more we have the capacity to do that is to not be doers on this planet, but to just be. And I think that is the definition of healing and wholeness. That's great. I love that it reminds me of something that I, I've been uh, thinking about a lot lately that we have, um, we have like two sort of mandates, you know, here on the planet, we to heal the wound and complete the mission, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes complete, like complete our life purpose. And for many of us, especially as healers, healing the wound is a part of completing the mission. Like we can't, if all of our energy is going towards, if you're like bleeding out on the table in the emergency room, no one's gonna expect you to, you know, hop up and perform some surgery, right? You know, we, we have to kind of, that's our prim primary mandate. And then often as healers, we then take all of that stuff that we learned, we, it's, it becomes sort of the fuel for our life purpose, you know, or the, the flip side of everything that we've done and uh, for ourselves now becomes what we can bring to our, our clients. So there's, it's always a part of being a healer that I think I like the most, which is it, it sort of staying on the cutting edge of my own work, you know, and um, uncovering that next layer, that next piece to work through. Um, for, for my own peace of mind, you know, for my own inner peace, but also for what I can then, how I can then translate that and bring that to other people. Oh, that's beautiful, Lisa. That's beautiful. Yeah, that is so true. Right? Again, it's that yeah. sense that the, the deeper we go on our own journeys, the more we have to share and offer other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Now forget this quote that you, or the, I, this might be another quote, sorry, that Heather says, this is more of her language, but so true that uh, we often give or want to give what we didn't have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot about this book is what we didn't have with, we, with, that we actually wanted and felt like we needed. And so it's that self-discovery and then um, being able to give that back. Well, as pioneers, we always learn things the hard way, don't we? You know, we learn things the hard way and sort of have to bushwhack up the mountain, you know, thrash our way through things. And then there's some, I, I have the same thing, 
growing up as a psychic in the in the you know 60s 70s and 80s and having to learn it all and myself as a psychic insensitive i think there's some incredible satisfaction of the soul that we get when we can help other people not have to do that when we yeah. can help them take an easier road which i think some anyone who's had trauma um especially severe trauma would really benefit but let's talk about your book let's talk about a little bit that your book launch which is happening next week um which would be the book is launching on uh, April 29th, 2021. That's right. And if people buy the book on that day, then they're um, they're going to get a whole lot of cool stuff, right? Yes. Um, we're doing our formal book launch on April 29th. And anyone who buys the book that day on Amazon and um, registers it on this site, transformingtraumatofreedom.com, we're giving them access to free access to a healing summit. Um, that you're part of, Lisa. But it's it's um, giving a sense of people who are doing their own healing work in different ways around the world. And so we're offering that for free to anyone who buys the book on April 29th. It was so fun to collaborate with you on that. And I um, I encourage everyone to buy that book, to buy the book on that date, because I know you you lined up like a bunch of beautiful, um, you know, people to work with, um, to collaborate with, to have um, sort of um, to it's like a telesummit or it's like a summit kind mm -hmm. of right mm -hmm. that you've done that mm -hmm. brings a bunch of people talking on this uh, on this subject. I think it's going to be a fantastic uh, gift for anybody that buys your book on on that day, the tw April 29th, 2021. And where where else? Um, what else can you say? How do people find you? Is that was that the website transforming trauma to freedom dot com? Is that where people should go to pick up your book? Exactly. That's where people can buy the book and also access our healing medicine wheel kit. And um, then my site for my work, which is um, where my astrological work is risingmoonhealingcenter.com. Mm. And Christina? Yes, people can find me on my website, open to truefreedom.com. Mm -hmm. So you yep. both work, you both have your individual practices um, and doing astrology. Do you do tropical or, or Vedic astrology, Heather? I do more modern Western astrology, but I also integrate a form of astrology, evolutionary astrology, that's it's, that's also looking at the chart from the perspective of what's our soul's journey in this lifetime and mm -hmm. what wounds may we bring in from past lives cool. that we're also trying to clear. Totally calling you for a session. I love, I love it's, great. It's, been a while, it's been a while since I've had a really good astrological reading. I find them very helpful. So, um, yeah, that's great. She's, and the, she's on YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Just to say, cool. if you want to get a good feel of Heather and her work, she's on YouTube. That's fantastic. And the kind of work you do, Christina, you do more like I do, like intuitive, um, but energy healing too, right? Yeah. Energy healing. Yeah. yeah. Then just integrating that too with, um, you know, first work and um, yeah, moving into purpose. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being um, on, on the show and talk, bringing up about this um, super important topic, and I just want to share again the book uh, from Tra from Trauma to Freedom. Um, so good uh, with Christina Lee and Heather Ensworth. 
um, if you have, if you're working through trauma yourself, or if you are a, ther a therapist or a healer of some kind, and we're, are working with trauma with, with your clients, I, this one should be uh, should be you know on your bookshelf as as one of your trauma bibles. Um, so thank you so much for being um, with us. I'm so good luck on your launch. I know your book is amazing and it needs to get out into the world. So thank you. Oh, thank, thank you, Lisa. You. Thank it's been you, great Lisa. Yeah, and thank, thank all you. of you for watching or listening today. We're so glad to have you here. If you want to find me, you can find me on my website, lisacampion.com. hope that you come by and visit. I have a lot of free gifts and um, all kinds of resources for psychics, healers, and empaths. That's sort of my gig, to train psychics and healers and empaths because, man, the world needs all of the healers that it can get. Thank you so much for being here with us on the Miracle of Healing, where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on Empower Radio. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.